Broadcasting from New York. It's the Men on Pause podcast. The Men with Elmo D. 16th letter. D. Yes, and welcome to another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. That's right. We are your hosts. It is me, Jerry D. I A V, aka Ed Molifoca. And I am the 16th letter P. And welcome to episode number 161. 161. A hundred and sixty-one of these motherfuckers. I don't know who asked for this many episodes, but guess what? They're here. One six one. Is everybody ready for one six one? Is everybody ready for one six one? Welcome to another episode of the Men on Pause podcast. I want to welcome you, the audience. I want to welcome my co-host, P. Extraordinaire. Uh, let's start this episode like we start all our other episodes. P., how you feeling? I'm positive, man. We're here. We're doing it. And two of those young fellow podcasters that are trying to do this today, this is just on the back of my head because comment i heard if you're trying to do it and you're trying to you know go out there and do your own podcast um don't because you got this shit on lock that's all i gotta say let's continue spicy talk from p today spicy because you know we won't there's no there's no pod fading you know what i'm saying not right. after you go 150 deep there's no pod fading what number episode is this 161 just so you know that ain't no machine we're like trilingual Multilingual. Some of your years. some of your greatest shows don't have 161 episodes. Nope. Okay. Mostly because they consist of 20 episodes per season. Right. We double that here and exceed. Let's do this. I see. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I don't think you know. I think. I think every there's room for everyone. There's room for everyone. Everybody just has to do. No. Thing. No, there isn't because when you're on a flight, you're waiting, and fucking somebody decides that they fucking whatever, whatever need to bring their kid along, and they. It's like four instead of fucking two-person ticket. That fucks up the flight. So, no, there isn't enough room for everybody. No, that shit. Only one person holds the title. I don't know. Not multi-people. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. (laughs) You wouldn't. Book a flight. Careful with what you ask. You do not want to know the truth. I'm just Careful saying, what you, you ask me right now. I'm just saying. I'm a you little, don't, you know, hot bothered. So careful what you're asking me right I'm now. I'm just saying, how do you book a flight for your whole family and forget to book a flight for one of your children? Because some people want to put the kids on their lap or whatever, and their kid is already like 12, and they still wear that harness and like drag their feet. So all those parents that have, you know, kids that could walk and carry them around in fucking carriages for no reason. That's Meanwhile, true. the tips of their toes are dragging on the 
cement because they're too big for the fucking carriage. But they're once they're they lazy. once they once they can stop the stroller with their feet. Like I've been in this. I've been like like you know you walking down the street and you see the kid and the parents just like it, if they can stop the stroller with their feet because they're that big. It's no time to, to be out of the stroller, right? But. Look. It all comes down to, you know, just doing your part as a human being. I understand you get upset and you're getting hot, whatever. But it's like, you know, it's all about, it, it really comes down to all about being nice. You know, somebody Listen, asked, listen sometimes there's not enough food on their bowl. You know what I mean? There's just not enough food. It doesn't cost you nothing to be. Table. There's not enough plates at the table. That's what I got to say. Some tables only meant for two people. All right, but then you got to share. You got to make it be for two people. It doesn't well, cost you. Right, right. Yeah. But there ain't room for other podcasts is what I'm saying. There's definitely, I mean, That's it's it. too late now. How can you how can you go out into the world? It costs you so much more or less effort and problems to just be nice. It don't cost you nothing to be nice, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm just talking about the podcasting world. Like, people messed up the well, fuck Well, I mean, off, that's, not, that's part of In the of real world, too. you got to be nice. Give, give, you listen, sugar goes a long way instead of salt. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about the real world. But in the podcasting world, people messed up the fuck off. <laughs> well, I mean, it's that's part, it. I'm part just of saying. the real world. I, 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 no, I appreciate your not. competitiveness, and I appreciate your, de- your defense of the MOPPC. You know? I got you. Yeah, I, I feel can. you. I feel you. Oh, but what I'm yeah, sir. I'm agreeing with you. I was like, yeah. But the thing I'm is, getting ready. I'm getting ready. I know. I feel. I hear this. I hear the eagerness. Hear it, right? I yeah. hear it. I hear it. But what I'm saying is, it don't cost nothing to be nice, even in the podcasting world. Because can't nobody do what we do. There's only one. I got my select few that I like. I just, I just got a few people I like. I got a few select few. You know, I could count them in one hand. I know. And if you're not, and usually you're, you have some sort of crush on them, male or female. Um, right. So, but what I'm trying to tell you is, is like, all right, like it's one thing, like there's no need to, for you, for people to be nasty with each other. Like this, like it's so not much. At all. Easier, Courtesy right? goes a long way on the train. Courtesy trade, goes so a long way. Right. Right. You don't need to tell somebody in the middle of a conversation, yo, fuck off. Go say it to your little podcast. Go say it on your little podcast. Well, that's so now, now it's my fault to have a podcast. It's my fault to have a platform and I have an audience that listens to me. Is that my fault? Did I say how evil you are? Did I say, did I say, oh, you know what? F this person on my podcast, since I have a podcast to have people to listen to me. I don't even do that. No, you did not. You did not do that. You know why? Why? Because I did. (laughs) You didn't do it. I did. So it's okay. Don't, there's no need to be nasty to each other, especially if you're like working with somebody or you know you got to work with that person for a long time. Like, or fuck that, even if you're going to know them for five minutes, bro, you don't want that karma on you. Just be nice. It's it true. Come on. It is so true. I have, and listen, just because of the accent, I think I'm very much on point, but uh, the twang, I mean, I don't mean an accent, it's kind of Southern accent thing, but the twang, the dialect. I have a lady who calls me for work and she calls me, I think, every six months or something because that's when what whatever but she calls me and she's like hello baby how you doing sugar I swear to you, I don't know if she's where part of the South she's from, but she's the sweetest lady. Yeah, because they talk like you don't know if they're black or white either sometimes. Right. Sometimes you don't. I don't remember what the thing was. And she was, uh, she, she's just always been so nice to me. And it just, okay. she gives me that grandmotherly aunt 
older auntie feel, you know? Mm -hmm. So I cannot be rude to her. I, I can't, you know what I mean? Because she can't give me a time. Like, she's, she's trying to set an appointment and she goes, oh, between the hours of so, and I'm like, that's not a time. That's what I tell everybody. Don't tell me you'll be there between 8 and 9. That's not a time for me. You right. either get there at 8, 8.22, 8.49, right. or 9 o'clock. But don't give that's me between 8 and 9. Right. Yeah, that's not a time, 8 and 9. That's in between 8 and 9. That's not a time. Right. I'm not going to stand around there for an hour and you might show up. No. Eesh. You know what I mean? So. Right. It's of course nothing to be nice, but if you're nice to me, I might give you an extra five minutes, you know? But the thing is, even when people are being nasty to you and you remain nice, they still don't know what to do. It really is like killing people with kindness. The it's, thing is, at this point, I do, I don't, I'm not even doing it to piss people off or to like, oh, cause I'm aware. It's like, no, I'm gonna genuinely, till you physically assault me or hurt me or do something, you know, I'm gonna continue to have my man. They have, they have. They have keep it plural. Have keep it plural. Keep it plural. Keep it they. Oh, that's why I said they have you. 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 Be the they. They have hit you. Mm. They have abused you. Yeah. So is what I'm trying to say. I'm not. Yeah. Well, whatever. I'm just saying. Just being nice and remaining calm and keeping your composure and being man and keeping your manners and being mindful of where you are and who you're talking to and how you're talking to people. You know, it gets you a very, very long way. Like I don't know about you. I don't know. Why, especially like older black women have this reputation. People have this old reputation of like, oh, you you know, they're being difficult, whatever. And I've gone to places and they're going like, to the oh, DMV look. back in the day with the black ladies in the back. Listen, we used to talk about that shit all the time. And in and it's not even about be, I, like I have no issues because I respect like, you know, if you walk up, you walk and talk respectfully to anybody, they're going to talk to you in a, in a certain Hey, listen, there was this lady in this um comp in this office that I used to work work at, and she had actually well, this is fucked up. She had actually so it was a pretty white office, right? Because we're talking like late 90s. So it's a pretty, pretty white office in in uh in uh in Midtown. Okay. They had executive assistants, which is pretty much like glorified secretaries, you know, kind of thing, right? right. So they had executives, their executive assistants, whatever. Okay. So each one of the executive assistants was pretty much a representative of the executive that they were working for it's vice whatever so on and so forth well one of them i'm not gonna say her name and i can't really remember she was an old lady she was an older lady from barbados okay and okay. She, she had like gray dreads and the whole nine like she was all right when i got started working there i didn't know i didn't meet her for the first six months because she was uh recovering from cancer she was like you know doing cancer oh, shit. Right? Yeah, but I will tell you, like, some of the stuff that I heard about her was, like, a nightmare. Like, she was difficult uh, to work with. Some people were kind of like, you know, we hope cancer softened her up. You know, those kind of comments. Oh, she, shit. Uh, like, oh, really, like, be, and, and some, ra you know, passive-aggressive racist shit. There was one other black uh, a, a executive assistant, older lady, but she was American, you know, Southern, but she was very much like, she knows the deal and she knew how to play the game and all that other stuff. She was the head, head guys, you know, the, the CEOs. Executive. Okay. Okay. So she knew how to play the game. She knew, but, and even she was like, well, you know, that lady, she don't kind of like that. She don't take shit anyway. So six months comes up and the lady comes back. And so then I'm doing my like, Hey, hi, what's up? You know, hi, I'm Jerry. I'm working. Good work here. Mm. Already. And you know, if you know those Island ladies, yo, she was already breaking me down day one, mm. giving me the side eye when I was like, mm, I don't know about you yet. And, right. and she was everything they had kind of said about her, not, 
the not the mean shit, but I'm just talking about how she would describe, you know, Caribbean, the dreads, the attitude, the the whole thing. She was like, she was not an American. The accent. The accent, everything. So I was like, all right, cool. I mean, I don't, I didn't, you know, and I'm like, all right, we're going to start with a clean stay with me because I don't care, you know, even all these things that I'm hearing about this lady, yo. So anyway, and every day, I'm, my job was like, I worked at the mailroom stuff. So every day I was like carrying shit and to her and all this other stuff. And she would always be like hesitant to even talk. And I would try to like make a joke with her every day. And the more serious she got with me, the more I would mess with her, but in a respectful way, you know, and she would be like deadpan looking at me like ready to you were, you were abused at that job as you say well you know i listen again i'm i knew how to play i knew how to be around people but at that point i'm i was always be like in a chill mood and i'm nice to everybody but also like i'm part of like we're all part of like the assistants that work for these other squads yeah, so we got to, like, chill together. And if anything, I'm your gopher. I'm your go-to guy at the office. You got to be nice to me. Yeah, but long story short, she started calling me her son. Oh, After three shit. months, I was her son, and she was bringing me food. And they were, everybody in the office was looking at was me. Was it like, good? Was the food good? It was amazing. It was delicious. Really? Yeah. And- I got a thing with, like, Caribbean food. Because, you know, my thing with curry and that whole, and I don't eat mm-hmm. goat like that. And, you know, jerk chicken to me is kind of Well, weird. she knew I didn't like my food spicy, so she would make... That's the other thing. She would make food separately for me. Nice. Like, she had a crush on you, you think? Maybe? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. She, like, I was a kid, because I was a kid kid, too, at that. And I was, like, 19, uh, 20. You didn't know how to... You didn't know what you were doing. You still don't, but I'm just saying you didn't know what I know, you were and at that point, her. like, I, no, and she was much older. She was almost 60, you know? I don't think she was even looking at me that Oh, time. you definitely did not know what to do with that. And she was calling me... You wouldn't. Son. She was calling me her son, and she would cook... She would cook for me and she would bring, you know, she would bring me food and, and like, look out for me in the office. You Everything short of fucking stroking your dick. Like, all, I, all you I'm saying basically saying, was your love of No, fear. everybody looked at me like I tamed the Kraken. Blinded, okay. Yeah, like, w- what was that ghost lion with Val Kilmer? Sean Connery. They were looking for the culture. Oh. It was like that line that was killing everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah, you yeah, remember that yeah, shit? yeah. All right. So there was that kind of that thing. And it was like, yo, how did you do? And I was like, I didn't do anything. I was just nice to her. Just be nice. Although, Show that dick. If I had a podcast. Show that dick. What? To a yeah, bro, Nothing. I'm just amp. Yo, son, I'm do what you got to do. You know, you know. Listen, do what you did. Do what you've done, did. Why does it have to be sexual for that? Because what you just described is a relationship. No, that was not a, what, like a, like what kind of relationship? So what she you brought talking? you food. Yeah. She would lie for you. Like my grandma. Like, like my grandma. My grandma would not lie for me. She cared my mother the best. Wait, yo, I'm, I'm sorry you don't have a great grandma. My grandma lied for me every time. A lot. Another enabler. Okay. Yeah. Call it what you did. Yeah. That's what grandmas do, though. It's an enabler. Real grandmas. With your grandma fucking, she spit on you and shit. She kicked you in the head. Actually, she's she still alive. You. She didn't like you. But grandma's still alive. She still, she likes me. She's still alive. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, my Yo, You don't have to keep like... saying that, though. You don't have to, because both of my grandmas died. That's that's your dick. <laughs> I mean, it's not a knock on you. I mean, my family started when they were like 12. Like, 
<laughs> I mean, let go, but is she? But is she really? But is she really? Is she really living? No, I met your grandma. Shout out to your grandma, bro. She's beautiful. She's a beautiful lady. Oh. No, no, no. I haven't. No, no. You're right. I, my my great grandma ain't alive anymore. You're right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be take on that. Who, your great grandma? Yeah, I told my great grandma. But I ain't talking alive. about my great grandma. I'm talking about my grandma. Oh, I think you're talking about your grandma. Oh, your grandma. Oh, no, my grandma was cool. It's just, uh, which one was it that wasn't cool? I don't know. I had a, 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 an aunt that was always with the whole hit them. Hit them. They were raised in the, in the compo, so they were always on that tip, you know? They so. wanted to hit you. Well, just anything kids did, you know, you know what I mean? Like, don't let them talk back to you. And your grandma like, you know, the way you treat them. Your grandmother protected you from that, right? Sometimes, unless I did it to her. Oh, okay. And then she would correct. Unless I talk back to her. Yeah, yeah. Then it wasn't, yeah. I had weird fits, bro. Once I smacked the shit out of my grandmother when I was like four years old. What? Like just after five, four or five. Yeah, it was a weird experience. There was a picture. I was, I don't know, we were watching and my mom was at work and I was feeling sad because my mom worked at night and she was taking care of me and she was looking through pictures and was like, look at that little boy. Look at him by himself. And I'm like, oh, shit, who is that little boy? And she was like, look at him, poor little boy, no family. And I'm looking, I'm like, that little boy looks a lot like me. Who the fuck is that little boy? And she's like, I know that little boy. And I'm like, what's his name? And it's me, I'm looking at like a dick when I'm a kid. And I'm like, what's his name? She was like, I don't remember, but they used to call... I don't know. I forgot his name, but I'm going to take that little boy and I'm going to make him mine. I'm like, that little boy is me, I said, because I think that's me. I was like, you ain't taking me from nobody. I belong to my mother. And she was like, no, you don't. She was like, I can steal you. Look at that picture. You're by yourself. You're with nobody. But what do you, how do you say that to a kid? No, that's why I just got yeah. up and, yeah. and just straight up, I was, li- I was li- lying on my stomach with like, 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 the album. Yo, son, I got up and I just went, Whack! and I just smacked the shit out of my grandmother. Yeah. She but hit me bad. Like, yeah, but that's like something she like, hit me. No, like that, yo, you being fresh. Bah! In the... Oh, oh, you know what I have she in my you family? Back? That she hit you back? So she smacked me, you know, and, and like my thigh, like black, like my ass, like really quick. But she was more in shock. I thought it was funny because it didn't after hurt her. The, after but it was just a disrespectful upper, act. After she uppercutted Oh, she cried with me afterwards because I cried after she hit me. Oh. So then she hugged me and cried with me. She uppercutted you and then she cried. She's like, wow. Right. That's... Okay, so maybe your grandmother didn't lie for you. Maybe she wasn't an enabler. Wow. Not really. Not really. That experiences, though. I did that to my grandma. We'll talk about those later on in life. To I kind of freaked my grandparents well, out. And that's, yeah, I would do shit. But that's who taught me to be nice, my grandma. Everybody loved okay. my grandma. From my from my mom's side. That's cool. To be specific, yeah. I mean, people loved my grandmother from my father's side, too, a lot. But my grandma... No. Well, not, not you. My grandmother. No, you didn't. That's a lie. And I don't give a shit if your family's listening because you did not like your dad's grandma. And I'll say that shit on the air. I don't give a fuck. I know you don't like that lady because it was a special word that we would call her. And it was <laughs> abuela. <laughs> Okay, there was a way So let's just keep moving on with Yo, that. can we go? Yo, let's just go. Let's let's talk about our man crush this week. Let's go right into that. Be nice. And this is the man crush of the week. And this week's... I got confused man- about grandmas. <laughs> no, no. We're in the man crush already. That's it. This week's man, man crush. Listen. Come on now. And here's what's funny. I forgot this guy was actually started out as a um, as an actor. I remember yep. seeing him in sitcoms and shit like that, but I forgot about At a young him. age, very young. At a young age, at a young age. And then he hopped on and became one of those most prolific lyricists in the rap game. One of my top five, definitely my top five, if not in my top three at times. 
He was born Dante Terrell Smith. He rapped under the name Most Deaf, but now you know him as Yazin Bey. That's right, Yazim Bey. Listen, there's so like this guy has been in before we even get to his music. Like, I, you know, here's something that we want to talk about uh, when it comes to this particular man crush. Name me another artist, musical artist that started out in the acting world, not the other way around. Okay, that started out in the acting world that made you forget about his acting career. That made you think, oh, he's another rapper turned actor. No, he's an actor turned rapper. What about Henry Rollins? Rollins was a rocker turned actor. Okay. He was a rocker. He's an actor now, but he was a rocker first. The same thing with all these other thespians, your Will Smiths, your Ice Cubes, your LL Cool J's. All these guys were rappers first. Drake. There you go. That's one of your favorites. There you go. That's one of your favorites. That's one of your idols. Listen, Drake might be one of the greatest at, by the end of all of this when all is said and done. And not, you better that, stop that, talking that bullshit. A lot of people like me are still around that no quality music, not that bullshit. And it's unfortunate that Baby signed him. That's all I got to say. It's up, Baby, you disappoint me because I know the same people you deal with and you fucking signed him. I know the white dudes in your fucking engineer box. I know who but it is. Are you talking to Baby from, uh, from Cash Money? You smell me? That's right, Pimp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know how long I wanted to be in Cash Money? and they signed him of all people that's a slap to the face because you know you wanted to be in cash money too so you know you heard too don't don't even make me open up that scar not, that I don't even know I'm not trying to take on Drake bro I tell you to take on nothing Drake is up there but that's that. there you go that's probably another- he's a fucking Raptors fan he's whack but he's the only other guy that made you forget about his acting career after his music career. I never even knew who he was. You know who he is now. My, sister, my little sister told me he you was. You know who he is now. Listen, the only reason I know who he is is because he was in the Toronto playoff series. Other than that, I cannot tell you one song by him. He's dominated music for the last 10 years. Well, I guess the nation has been fucking deaf or some shit. I'm just so. saying, he's been dominating, kind of dominating music for the last 10 years. We're talking about deaf. We're talking about deaf. So why are we giving this idiot the spotlight right now? Talking well, because he's the only right other person now. that's done this, pretty much. That he took it to another level. But yeah, but not that. that people like, not commercially. We're talking about real talent. That's most deaf. So don't give me that bullshit. So, all right, let's get real talent. Most deaf, you know, he started out like a kid actor on Cosby show and all these little bit parts and different parts and different shows. And then he joined, uh, he was actually in the Bush Babies first. Um, Yeah, Robert De La Soul too, I think. Yeah, yeah. Let me start with, he started in Urban Thermal Dynamics. That's what I said, Urban Thermal Dynamics, UTD. And then he appeared on on the, the Bush Babies and De La Soul, by the way, rest in peace. Two more classics, two more of those hip hop classics. Then he Black Star with our homie and fellow podcaster Taleb Kwali. Right, 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 which right. They had, you know, Definition, Respiratory, whatever. He released a couple of solo albums, which, you know, Black on Both Sides is, it's one of the. It's Fat Booty. That, that, that whole album is on heavy rotation in my, in my listening. Like, I still listen to that album because it's like a timeless album. And then, let do we want to even get into the movies that he's been in? His acting people career? People don't realize. People don't realize the movies he's been in. You got to okay. let people know because it will be like, who is that guy? Nobody's going to know who the hell he is. When Bill Cosby had a sitcom, he was his uh, sidekick on the show called... It was like a, Bill Cosby had like a mystery show, like a murder she wrote that they tried to nice. do. Nice. 
And guess who was his co-star? Most Def. Most Def. He was like in Bamboozled, Monsters Ball, kind of wrote part of Hip Hopera, which was uh, that famous MTV movie, musical movie with Beyonce and Mackay Pfeiffer. He did a couple of stuff on Broadway, but, he, you know, then he really got popular in the movies with The Italian Job. Um, with your boy. No, your boy. You know, he did 16 Blocks with Bruce Willis. He's been in a couple of... And then he did the TV show on HBO where he played the heart surgeon guy. He hosted Deaf Poetry Jam on HBO. You know, it's funny. A what? real weird movie from our time, Be Kind Rewind with Jack Be kind Black. Rewind. He was in. Yeah, and even, and even uh, The Hitchhiker's Guide to a Galaxy was a very popular book. I read it. That was a big role he got to play in that. You know, and then like... Something the Lord Made. You didn't say... Did you say that's that? The one, that's Something the HBO the series. Uh, Something the Lord Made. Go. I just didn't know the name with Clive Owen. I think I saw it all in one day. That's why. <laughs> I don't even know yeah, the Yeah, it was a really good series. Through, he was nominated for some shit he was amazing in that you know he and i think the guy that he played in 16 blocks had like a mental i don't know the guy's talented and he retired from from music but he keeps doing more stuff back up i actually went to go see him at brooklyn steel for the uh, 20 year anniversary black on both sides the album and yeah it was awesome and he had um uh the guy what was i forgot the name of the group this is it. What Lucini saw it from the sky. Let's get rich. What? I think Lucini, that's their name. And then, no, that was the name of the song. And then uh, after the concert was over, uh, Chappelle, Tiffany, and Tiffany Haddish took the stage over and did another hour and a half of just like comedy. Mm. Import performing songs in between from another album. So it was dope. It was pretty dope. Just because he's such a good actor, just because he's got like rhymes. He's one of the lore. Yo, he's one of the illest spitters in the game. He can respectfully be in anybody's top 10. Five. Oui. He can respect it. Okay. Sure, he got he got he a pen some, pen. He's definitely in a lot of people's top five for people that don't know. He's got some. He and the thing and his music is great. Like the stuff that he you know and he's socially conscious. Yazin Bay. I mean, he was stuck in Africa for a while. He couldn't leave, and he was a political prisoner. There's a lot of shit going on with the kid. But you know, we don't talk about that. We're only talking about the greatness and why we're man crushing on him. Good job, most deaf. Good job. Thank you to this week's man crush, most deaf, aka. Yazi Bay. And that was the man crush of the week. And there you have it, folks. This week's man crush of the week, Yazin Bay. Hey, and to my bay, P. <laughs> Yes. Anything, anything? Yes. No, you stood yes. up too straight when I said that. Anything you want to say before we get out of here? <laughs> that just goes to show you how I know that there's somebody biting our show, uh-huh. and I'm not even going to name their network. I just they take all our shit, they take our segments, they take our ideas, and uh, ESPN, Stephen A. Smith. Yep. Apart from that, I'm not even going to call them by name. I didn't even give them that satisfaction, but uh, that's just goes to show you how unique we are, and our man crushes already only based on looks. Yeah. Because I'm sorry to say it, but most deaf is not the you know mm-hmm. most handsomest guy out there he's not you know but it's not about know. that no it's not it's about the bde that's right you know what bde stands for big depth energy is this actually with your beads no it's actually it's actually big dick energy and i changed it because i was trying to be funny and oh that's know. why i don't know about it <laughs> neither do you somebody told you about this yeah <laughs> so if you don't, your bullshit yeah that's right yeah. i heard about it you haven't heard about it <laughs> Nobody's lied to me. I'm not going to answer any questions. Oh, and remember, guys. Remember to... Fuck off. What? Sorry. Subscribe, like, listen, share, comment, rate. Talk about this podcast. (laughs)
Said dudes. Kate, listen. Keep doing it. Thank you. And with that, this has been another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We're not licensed or insured. We have only been your host. It is me, Jerry D I A Z, aka N Molifoca. And I am a 16th letter. P. Quote a young Robert Bird who once said, Listen, you ever find yourself alone in this world, remember. You always have us. Biker boys ride or die. Burn rubber, not your soul. Cause see here we show no mercy. We strike first, we strike hard. Until next time. Via Gone. The Deals. Part cheesy.